Hello again. I'm Terry Woods, and this is Mark Hader, and we're I'm Texas here. Storytellers. Okay, That's... Texas Storytellers, and we're here again. Um, I have a few articles today that I think are going to be quite interesting. One is um, written by Janine Lewis, and um, she is from Austin, Texas. The other one is written by... Where did it go? Priscilla Saucedo. And the last one is written by Mark Hader. Get out of here. Yes. I can't imagine. I don't... Uh, it is. Uh, it absolutely is. And I'm going to tell you how I found this before we get started because it's funny. <laughs> I was searching, and this was, this is not March. This is uh, July, but I was searching for toilet paper again. Oh, my word. Because the shelves got empty there yeah. for a second. And so I was searching to see who would be the right place to, to handle this situation where we needed a whole bunch of toilet paper. And I did find a, um, a local business that had some and a couple of grocery stores that had some and Walgreens. Mm. Then I found Mark Hader. I said, what? I Mark Hader. I don't even know the guy. And all of a sudden, uh, this article pops up from the um, uh, Courier, and it was published in March. So you Googled toilet paper and Mark Hader came up. That's right. That is frightening. I know. That is. I think I might have said how to find some. How to find <laughs> And maybe that was there were directions in yeah. your article. I'm not really was, sure. You know what's weird about this article was when I wrote it, it was news. Mm -hmm. It came out, you know, four days later, and this was, you know, oh, that was everybody knew there was toilet paper. Uh, I should say a run on toilet paper, but uh, you know, I don't. I don't paper like products. Paper yeah. pro. Yeah. It's yeah. The run word that I was upset with. But uh, okay, so toilet paper. We're starting out and. Um, well, and there's a there's a little bit more to it th than that, but um, uh, I'm going to go to uh, an article from Houston Family, and uh, the young uh, person who wrote this is Janine Lewis, and she is from here. She is from uh, Houston, Texas, mm. and the name of the the um, uh, magazine is Houston Family. That is so neat. Yeah. You know, these, these times are quite timely, so these articles are going to be just as timely as what we're all going through. Well, this is coming out in September, so I don't... Uh, I made that up, folks. I don't know. It's uh, just whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's hear... Uh, give me your name again. Janine Lewis. Janine Lewis. Okay. Mm -hmm. If I'd had my fortune read a few weeks ago... And the clairvoyant teller revealed that I'd be quarantined at home with my family. I'd have said, they were Looney Tunes, and give me my money back, please. And yet here I am, like the rest of the world, reeling a huge curveball thrown by a virus. I keep hearing the words, new normal. But here are some things that make it feel like bizarro world to me, an obsession with toilet paper. Oh, really? 
Who knew that in a pandemic that revolves around, no, not dysentery, that toilet paper would be all the rage? I never thought people would be bidding madly for Charmin on eBay. And the thing I never knew I always needed, a toilet paper calculator online? Again, one short month ago, who'd have thunk it? I merely punch in the numbers of times my family goes number one and number two. This makes for an interesting and household survey. <laughs> yep, TMI. <laughs> and the amount of squares used. But here's some other things. Nail and spa, spa places should be considered essential businesses. I haven't had my upper lip waxed in weeks. And my 13-year-old son, Andrew, is going through puberty. So we are both sprouting mustaches simultaneously. Mm. Now, have Jane? I caught up? Okay, just that was... <laughs> I've caught up on all my sleep, all of it. The years of cramming at college all night. The years of feeding my children. When, when they were newborns all night. The too many years I binged, binged, watched, and streamed Grey's Anatomy all night. And I thought I'd never get that decade back. The only time I've ever interrupted this new 14 hours of sleep at night schedule has been those early morning wake-ups to, quite unsuccessfully, I might add, beat the run on the restocking of the toilet paper in the grocery store. In true Freaky Friday, Twilight Zone fashion, I've become the Roseanne Barr of electronics. Three weeks ago, I'd have let set limits on my kids' screen time. Now, to keep myself sane, I find myself bellowing, just watch your tablet. The number of times I'd hear new normal or unprecedented, at least this could turn into some fun, real-world math for parents plunged into homeschooling. Hey, how about we all assign our kids to tally the times they hear these words? Then they can make graphs and charts depicting those numbers. That will keep them busy, and if that doesn't work, there are always word problems that revolve around toilet paper consumption. Mm. Still, I'd feel better if I had a few more rolls of toilet paper while we're doing all this. Yeah. Janine Lewis is a teacher, freelance writer, and mom. She finds that having a sense of humor during hard <coughs> times helps a lot. I really like her. Uh... And uh, she reminds me of me, uh, probably funnier. But uh, in her topics, her, yeah. They're timely. They are timely. And I'm yeah. glad uh, we got to introduce this lady to the uh, mm -hmm. public. And what? Uh, <laughs> one more time, where is this? Where is she? Uh, she's here in Houston. S uh, Houston and it's family. Houston family. Yeah. Houston okay. family. Well, that's cool. I wonder where she talked, what she talked, but it doesn't matter. Can y'all tell that uh, Terry's an actor? I mean, I can't, um, I can't even envision. Uh, you read like you're on stage, which you are a super actor. Well, this next one is from a lady in Austin, from a um, paper in Austin. 
Uh, she's an Austin business owner. She's trying to save herself from hard times. Her name is Priscilla Salcedo. If there is one thing I've learned in my six years as an entrepreneur, it's owning your own business requires being comfortable with a certain level of risk. There is no playbook. Every business is different, and each contains a unique set of risks. I'd love to sit here and tell you that I'm a natural-born entrepreneur, but that's not true. In 2014, my husband, Jay, convinced me to leave my secure corporate job. He wanted us to go all in on our side business, Texas Humor. Whoa. An e-commerce store based around a large social media audience. Well, you know that's a young person oh, because yeah. I didn't get any of that. Ultimately, I decided to take on that risk and bet on ourselves. I was confident in our ability to work together to conquer challenges and hopefully build a business that we could be proud of along the way. For the most part, we've succeeded. But for the past several weeks, our lives have been consumed by COVID-19. And what seems like an endless barrage of decisions based on calculated risk, every moment has been focused on how to successfully steer our business and 64 employees through this pandemic. It's quite a business. That is. What if they're all still working? Well, she goes on. For me, part of managing that risk has meant a shift to working from home. My days are a whirlwind of attending Zoom meetings, writing COVID-19 policies and managing team morale. Intermixed in all of this, are my daughter's preschool Zoom meetings, meal prep, laundry, and playtime. Needless to say, I've relied on more screen time than I'm proud to admit. When our kids go to sleep, Jay and I pour a drink and crack open our laptops. A night we've worked to at night we've worked to reduce our company's financial risk by securing funds from the Paycheck Protection Plan. We've immersed ourselves in the details of the corona aid, Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Securities Act, making sure we understand our responsibilities as business owners under this new law. Overall, we are ourselves, our, our, overall we ask ourselves, are we going to have enough to protect the health of the people? and the viability of our company at the same time. Mm. Throughout the past months, I've struggled to process mixed feelings. There's gratitude for the health of my family, relief that the impact to our business has been manageable, guilt in knowing that countless others can't say the same, and doubt as I question if we are making the right choices through it all. The mental load of all of this takes its toll. Some days are better than others. On the hard days, I think my daughters repeat renditions of let it go, let it go, are universal, telling me not to stress over what I can't control. In a world where so much is out of my hands, I'm grateful to be a business owner and at least have a choice in something, a choice in how our business responds to this virus. Um. I don't know what she means by a choice in right now. It's, there's no choice. I mean, you, uh, 
Uh, you can't do what you did the way you did it. No, you can't. You can quote me on that. By the way, what she was saying uh, at one point, Terry, and who is she again? Priscilla Salcedo. Priscilla Salcedo. What she was saying, it really touched me. She said she's watching TV uh, more, except she calls it the screen, because, Terry, no one said, do you watch TV? Nah. Oh, my gosh. I'm, uh, i got a feeling you do, but I'm not going to tell you that to your face. But last night, I watched uh, from 11 o'clock to 2 o'clock, Actually, it must have been 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, two movies, The Timber and uh, Dripping with Chocolate on uh, Amazon.com. Prime, not the prom, Terry. Quit putting words in my mouth. And uh, it was, The Timber was bad, but the uh, uh, other one, The Chocolate, was a good detective thing. The thing is, we are all in a situation where we don't, act like we used to. We don't behave. We may never uh, get back to where we were. But the thing is, Terry, I have so much time on my hands and I say, this is when I'm going to do this. I'm going to get take care of this. I'm going to whatever. It's not happening. I don't know what it takes. Uh, mm -hmm. A fire under you or whatever. But let's not have that time. It, 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 I think it takes, uh, like, like she said in her article, that uh, you had, you're presented with uh, uh, risk, problems, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, and there are ways that you can handle things, or you can just blow up. You yeah. can just go watch that timber, right? <laughs> or you you can step back and make decisions based on the best information you have at that minute, because in two days that that decision may not no longer be viable, right? In, uh, in a pandemic. Yeah, there's a lot of those movies. Sheesh. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break right now on um, Texas Storytellers. Uh, anyway, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Woodlands Online is committed to serving our local community. From news and events coverage to shows and blogs, everything we do is hyper-local. Woodlands Online. By the Woodlands, for the Woodlands. Want to know where the best spots to dine and relax in the Woodlands are? Or what's happening in your favorite fandom? From taste buds to the kingdom of geekdom, Woodlands Online has you covered. Woodlands Online, the place for local takes. As much as we might try, nobody can be everywhere all the time. That's why at Woodlands Online, we're committed to producing quality video coverage of local news, events, sports, and everything else you don't want to miss. Woodlands Online, your window into the woodlands. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, Texas Storytellers and Terry is still in this toilet paper mood. Let I me, can't get out of I it. I know what it is. Uh, I mean, I know what toilet paper is, but here's what got me about it before you get into this. Uh, I can't still to this day find the brand of toilet paper I use. It wasn't Charmin. That's the that whole stuff thing. Like, is like using a pillowcase or something to, uh, yeah. And... Uh, so I bought a bunch of H-E-B toilet paper, which was, it was too thin and raspy. But that's, <laughs> that's another pun. But that's just uh, one of the things, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Hader has got to uh, uh, not react to, but to, help me out here, uh, actor lady. Get used to. Except, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Get, all Get right. used Except. to. I like that too. Okay, now, uh, 
for self-promotion, uh, uh, Terry's going to read about toilet paper from uh, some guy named Mark Hader. I don't know. Go ahead, Terry. Before I do that, <laughs> that's not the only issue when you go to the grocery store. You know, you stayed home for all this time, and then you finally go to the grocery store. And I have a, a, one of my grandchildren who loves my spaghetti sauce, which just oh, man. makes me giggle. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, but she likes angel hair pasta. Ooh, yes. Not thin spaghetti. Mm. Not regular spaghetti. Not number 8, 9, 10, or 11, or 12. Angel, angel hair. hair. That's thin, thin, thin. Yes, angel hair. So this is not that long ago. This, In fact, this was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I went out looking for angel hair pasta. Okay, before you go further, don't tie it into toilet paper, but go ahead. Well, it kind of does, but oh, I'll gosh. show you. Okay. Um, I went to H-E-B, Kroger, and then I finally went to Walmart. And I could tell you all about each store and all that oh, stuff, yeah. but I'm not going to do that. And found angel hair pasta, but it wasn't a brand I'd ever recognized before, but it said angel hair. Oh, yeah. So that's the, what you were saying. Mm -hmm. In acceptance, you have to get used to different brands that you never thought you would, you would have before or since. And I can't wait till they go away, but there, there, there it is. So I did get some angel hair pasta, but that goes along with toilet paper because it's just a different aisle. Right. It's not that the aisles are empty, but you get to pick and choose new stuff. Yeah. And and along with everything else, sometimes that's not fun. It isn't. And I do not understand the run on uh, spaghetti. I did the same thing. Went in there, spaghetti, none, and uh, cooking oil. And that's when I bought three gallons of cooking oil, which... Nobody needs to buy unless you're, you know, frying, deep frying uh, catfish at a festival. Well, I'm but, not uh, sure you'd find the catfish. No, that's that's for sure. But uh, yes, that's one thing uh, that's definitely true about the entire situation. Yeah. So it's not about the product that we're talking about. It's, mm -hmm. it's about it, a lot of things that go with it. Yeah. So, Mark Hader, don't mess with toilet paper. I just finished a conversation with Jill, and she gave me a view into the not-too-distant future. Boy, was she right. That's my sister. And this was written in March, mm -hmm. and boy, was she right. She didn't intend the story as an omen of anything, but I am good at omenizing stuff. There was an incident last week at a Walmart near Jill's house in LaPorte. Similar occurrences should not arrive here for a couple of weeks or so. It occurred on the toilet paper aisle. A crowd had gathered, which was odd because there was no toilet paper on the shelves. By nature, customers gather on the aisles where there is stuff. However, this was a gathering where people felt a need to channel their anger. Retailers are allowed to run out of raisins, cottage cheese, and self-rising biscuits. But don't mess with my toilet paper. I've been hoping never to see such a horror. But it's coming. Coming to a store near you. Hopefully, when the scarcity hits us, we'll handle it much better than the people near Jillstown. The Walmart manager wisely had the store personnel leave the vicinity. 
Anyone with a blue shirt and yellow tie would have been, well, I don't know what to think about what might have happened to them. It's always the employee's fault. The one who is given the responsibility of maintaining supplies. When venting, the crowd thinned out until there were only two ladies on the aisle and one spying from a distance. Jill was the one of one of the two ladies on the aisle. Being from the hater clan, my little sister studied the area carefully and noticed a lone box high on a shelf. Could it be full of toilet paper? Nothing had been right for Jill the entire day, so she doubted it. Regardless, she coerced the second lady to help her bring down the box. Had it been sweet pickle relish, they likely would have not tried. I don't know how Jill and the other short lady managed it, but they brought down the box. Since Walmart has cameras all over the place, the venture will likely show up on YouTube. The box held four wrapped packages containing 16 rolls of toilet paper each. It was off-brand, but who cares? I would have. My keen sense of dis discernment, I would imagine that there may have been other stores with toilet paper on their shelves. This isn't Cold War Russia. Jill and Lady, the other shelf climber, didn't have time to high-five before the spy lady attacked. It was like a scene from The Walking Dead. Unbeknownst to Jill, the spy lady had four kids with her. That woman grabbed for the box while the two, while the, the two kids tried to climb in. By the time it was over, Jill and her sidekick each ended up with a torn package of 16 rolls of toilet paper. The Walking Dead lady took off with the box containing 32 of the off-brand toilet paper. In defense, the mother only did what was necessary to save her kids from being, uh, dragged to another store. This is all related to the elephant in your drawers. We've all heard way too much about the pandemic. That has hit us hard. It's been coming for a while, yet I haven't found time to look up the definition of pandemic. Give me a second. Ah... Pandemic is a disease that spreads rapidly over the entire globe. An epidemic is the same thing, only more localized. I would have named it Big Demic. Without question. Uh, and once again, that was in March. That's old news now, I'll tell you. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's still with us. And yet, when the numbers started rising in Montgomery County... Some of those same, same issues happen for a shorter amount of time. Right. Actually, producer Justin sent mm -hmm. me a picture of empty shelves when he was looking for toilet yeah, paper. Yeah. You know, the problem was not, as I understand, a uh, lack of the product. It was getting the product to the stores. I mean, you got people hauling spaghetti, sometimes pronounced buschetti, and toilet paper and all, and you've got to, oh, we need another truck? Well, you don't just grab another truck of toilet mm -hmm. paper, and mm -hmm. that's one reason it took so long. You know, uh, Terry, if you don't mind, I mean, this is, once again, you read an article of mine. I would like to 
uh, have us close on an upbeat, kind of. And I thought I would read something from way back when. Uh, I've been writing for the Courier uh, and the Villager uh, for 40 years. Not the Villager entirely, but uh, a little after this became a community and they got a newspaper, uh, I was writing for them. And so I have a whole collection of articles, which uh, means nothing, except I was thinking I would read something from two decades ago. And come Monday, actually, I don't know when this is coming out, but come July 6th, this will have been exactly 20 years old. And um, I'll just read it to you. It, it has to do with me sitting on top of my roof. Uh, I need a place where I can go and just be, you know, with stuff out of my mind. And I always thought, Terry, on a roof, you look down and you're above everything, the troubles and all. Do, do you have a place, a closet or something where you ever just go? Or, or? Oh, I do. I have a couple of places. Oh, that they are inside my home. Oh, cool. And I do have a couple of places. If if I run out of places, I'll park my car someplace. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah. Big yeah. tree or something. And, and if you think about it, you say this is 20 years ago, but trying to find a place of solitude is very timely right now. It is. It is the <laughs> most difficult thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man, with kids home and all. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's times like these that I am... I feel really good about being childless, but in this may I may we may talk about this next week. I don't know, but uh, I don't have pets. Never have because I'm not. Uh, I don't like to be responsible for something. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got something. You're going out of town. Uh, do I have to bring the pet or no? It's, something's got to happen. Uh, well, it happened uh, this week. It's when my nephew asked uh, Kay if we could keep their dog while they're gone, you know, on the Guadalupe River somewhere. And she said, uh, uh, certainly, she loves dogs. And now we've got, a, we had a dog in our house. It left uh, last night. And uh, the thing is, <laughs> just something I never wanted to do. The nicest dog, Terry, Aww. went and bark. All he did was cry. The whole, I mean, Tears, they left, and he could not believe it. And that dog just uh, was very sad. And whenever they showed up, Terry, it's one of those things on YouTube where the dog goes apron. He did. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do this, and uh, I know it's uh, a bit too much, but... Well, that's I've, something you're responsible for, well, your own words. Well, yeah, and that's, once again, self-promotion, self which I don't know what else to do. Uh, other than promote somebody else, which I can promote her. Anyway, this is me sitting on the roof. This is one of my From the Rooftop oh, articles. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, don't be. Um, 20 years ago, around yeah, two days after uh, July 4th, look up there. I think a better name would have been Gigantic Dipper, don't you? Big just doesn't do it justice. Not tonight, anyway. I should probably apologize for dragging you up here this late. I always imagined that my readers were on the roof with me because I'm up away from everything, and I can imagine anything, Terry. It's, anyway, uh, probably should, uh, dragging you up here this year, probably should. The thing is, this is the best time for a roof set. It's about the only time you can come up here without being announced. Even the dogs have called it a night. Notice how our climb has not greeted a single yelp. That's an accomplishment. 
course, the mosquitoes have noticed us. Don't worry, a breeze will kick up in a minute and fan them away. A couple of weeks ago, the mosquito man drove by and tried to spray them away. He apparently succeeded in killing the fireflies that Kay and I watched in the late evening. We never saw more than three, but uh, they were worth the search. After the spray job, they disappeared. Did they do? This wasn't DDT. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but did that we used to chase the bug man around the neighborhood and all. And I'm full of DDT. Uh, but look at me. See, it's un, it's not it, it's it's not affected me. Anyway, the Neeker breakers are definitely making a ruckus, though. I believe it's mostly frogs we're hearing, but there are among the choir a few non-frogs. It's a night sound that I've heard forever and yet have never recognized the source. Decided to let J.R.R. Tolkien name them, Neekerbrickers. That's what they sound like. If I was a kid again and we were doing one of our neighborhood campouts right now would be the time of reckoning. The snacks would all have been gone, the mosquitoes would have uh, would be a perfect nuisance, and the night sounds would begin to magnify. We would have had time to dwell on some of the ghost stories that had been told when the kitchen lights and porch lights of the neighborhood were still on. But now it was late. The adults were asleep, and it was one dark neighborhood, and there we were, alone with the night sounds. They do have a magic way of playing with your imaginations. At some point, you'd have to ask yourself, which would be scarier, staying the entire night in your friend's backyard or walking home in the dark? Werewolves seldom attack a group of kids. They usually wait for one or two of them to chicken out and walk home in the dark. Did you know that? Well, it's mostly true. Uh, you also probably didn't know that Steve's mother was about the nicest mother in the neighborhood. We never saw her that much. She was a single parent, gone most of the day and preoccupied most evenings. But one night, she did something that endeared me to her forever. It was right at chickening out time when she came outside to check on us. I mean, nobody's ever done that before, to check on us. I mean, it was unbelievable. Uh, that in itself was a tremendous gesture. We all brightened up when we realized that at least one adult was still awake. Monsters hate it when parents stay up late. Steve's mom must have read some fear in our eyes. I don't know how she did it because we were really acting brave at the time. She swatted at a mosquito and then said something like, Boys, it's uh, too miserable out here. Why don't uh, you come inside and camp in the living room? I believe a couple of us actually offered a weak protest. Not me. I had my blanket in my arm and I was following that lady into the house. Yeah, we all camped out in Steve's living room. In the morning... His mom fixed us breakfast. I couldn't believe it. It's funny how moms are nice, but in different ways. My mom is absolutely the best. We even uh, loved her when she spanked us. That's a talented mom. However, in all her nicety, mom would have never invited our gang to a camp out in the living room. No way. She was had seven kids. She didn't care to add to the workload. Steve's mom didn't give it a second thought. It's neat how one act of charity can have such a lasting effect on a person. I don't know if I would have remembered much at all about Steve's mom if she hadn't been for that. If it hadn't been for that scary night, what a great memory to leave with someone. Yeah, that's the kind of night this is. We're still waiting for the breeze to shoo off the mosquitoes. It's hot and sticky, and the night sounds seem almost amplified. But there are no monsters lurking in the darkness. <laughs> don't know how I can tell. I just can't. 
It's strange how a moment like this would have scared the willies out of me when I was a kid, but the dark, the sounds of the night, and the sense of being alone are actually calming to me now. I guess that's cause when you get older, monsters become fewer and different. They're still out there. They just tend to hide from peaceful moments and pleasant thoughts. Uh, 20 years ago, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, if anything, I've become a worse writer. Uh, <laughs> it's 70 it, years you old. Know, but the thing of it is, the, the cool thing about writing like that, that's timely. That You know, it really is. It is. It's very and timely. I can't sit on my roof now because it the peak. I used to <laughs> climb to the peak and have a lawn chair and set it over the peak. Mine is scary steep, and uh, I would hurt myself uh, as an old man. And uh, Terry, the next time I ever fall, it's not going, oh, you bruised something, or oh, you, uh, anyway, you got a, uh, anyway, some kind of element somewhere. I would break in every part of me when I fall, so I can't stay on the roof anymore. You know something else? I don't think we can stay here much longer. I, I think this has been a really good well, segment. I've enjoyed the, the short articles, and I've enjoyed the direction. It's all gone in, and, and I'm uh, very glad that things will change at some point, and I'm glad to look at your past, because well, Makes makes my heart happy. You are, this lady is too nice. And uh, we're going to learn more about her past in the uh, future. And if you have a hint <clears throat> of a story or someone that uh, might like to share a little bit of time uh, talking about a story they wrote or whatever, uh, there is an address on the screen right now, just below us. Mm -hmm. uh, if not, uh, I'm a... <laughs> I'm a liar, but it will be there in contact. Email that place and just give us, hey, that's about Texas storytellers. Uh, I'd like to tell Terry and Mark uh, this or whatever, and we'd appreciate it. Give us a hint. Anyway, yep. uh, from Mark Hader and Terry Woods, catch you next time. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.